Hello and welcome to the Just Keep Thriving podcast. This is the podcast helping you step into your power by owning your expertise, fully embodying your mission, and rising to the next level of entrepreneurship to help the world thrive while you create your massive impact and, of course, your income. I'm beyond excited to have you here, so let's dive into today's episode. humans and welcome back to the podcast. Today I have a special guest on here, Miss Stacy Keel. I think I said your name right. Um, she is a client of mine and she enrolled in my group coaching program back in October, I want to say. And she is just one of the most kind-hearted, most authentic, most brilliant humans I've ever met and I wanted to bring her on here today for a few reasons. Number one, because um, you guys know that I'm launching the Just Keep Thriving app, which should be live at the end of next week, which I'm so excited about. And with that, you guys get one year free of business coaching if you pay in full. And so the group coaching program is the exact one that Miss Stacy has gone through. And she's gone through all of the strategies in it. And it just has served her so fucking well. And literally gone from no business to like just having epic and really owning herself and owning her power, showing up authentically on Instagram. And so if that is something that you are craving in your life and you are struggling, then you can go to the link down below or the link in my bio on Instagram and you can purchase the Just Keep Thriving app and you can get the painful bonus for the next two days. So let's dive into it. Oh, I also brought Stacey on because she has been working with helping people step into their authenticity, learn to know what it means to be authentic for themselves, learn to manifest their dream life, and really just love all aspects of themselves and heal parts of themselves. And so I think she can be really fucking epic for you guys, and I'm excited to bring her on. So hello, Miss Stacy. Hi. Thank you. You're already going to make me cry by that intro. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird hearing, see, seeing people or hearing people talk about you, right? It is. It is. But, you know, it's nice, especially as projectors, right? Yes, 100%. Stacey and I are both projectors. And, oh, Stacey's also really epic at human design and really <laughs> coaching people to understand their human design, which makes life so much easier. So let's just get into talking, Stacey. Um, what made you want to start a business in general? Yeah. Um, great question. Who wants to start a business? Everyone and no one at the same time. Um, I had my, I got my coaching certification years ago, like four years ago. And I did that because I like helping people because I like helping people change their behavior, making their lives better. I was always the person who my friends would come to and be like, Hey, I need your advice on this. Or what do you think about this? Or you know, you're so positive all the time. How do you do that? Um, which positive all the time is neither here nor there, but, <laughs> um, my dad actually sent me a coaching certification. It was like, I think you'd be really good at this. Mm -hmm. And it was on my mind for a really long time to look into. And then he sent it and I was like, okay, I guess that's kind of the impetus of actually doing it. So I got my certification for strategic intervention 
And then I did absolutely nothing with it because <laughs> mm. it was more, here's how to coach and less how to run a business, mm. which is why when I met you, I was like, oh, this is exactly what I need because I need the strategies and the step-by-step process to actually build my business. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it was really, you know, not until recently, like you said, back in October that I really started to lean into this world. And I had always had some limiting beliefs around being an entrepreneur and building a business around coaching. You know, it was a lot of who are you to do this? You can't do that. You can't make a living doing it, you know, and it always kept me back. And then before I found you, I had just been diagnosed with endometriosis and it was COVID and it was basically like the snow globe effect, right? Where the universe was like, okay, here we go. And we're going to shake it all up and everyone's going to be turned upside down and have to figure it out. And so it was easy to be like, well, I have chronic illness. I don't have a job. I'm worthless. I should just give up and not do anything. Or you could be like, okay, well, the universe is sending this to me for a reason. The universe totally snow globed my life. So what is it trying to tell me? What direction mm-hmm. is it trying to, to point me in? How is it you know, going to course correct my life? And that's why when I found you, I was like, oh, here we are. <laughs> okay, absolutely. And you know, it was, I'm the, we've talked about this before where I'm the kind of person who just invests mm. right away. Like I'm not the kind of person who thinks about it or has to, you know, like give it a certain amount of time and do the pro and con list. And now that I know my human design, that's totally me because I have a splenic authority. And so it's, that little voice that's like, yes, do this, or, you know, don't do this. And when it came to you, it was like, do it, do it now, you know? So I love that. Well, thank you for sharing that. I didn't know that you had a certification for a bunch of years before that. That's interesting. I find that people either have like a degree or a certification or something like that for a while, and then just don't feel good enough and feel like they just need more or feel like they still don't know anything, which happened to me when I got my RD certification. I had like worked my entire life for it. And then I was like, I still feel dumb. (laughs) Like I still feel like Mm -hmm. I don't know anything. After I'd been coaching clients for a long time too, you know? And so it's like clients either start in like some, a position like that where they have the degrees and have the certifications and they're just not doing it they get overwhelmed with business, they get overwhelmed with the steps, they get overwhelmed with who to choose, right? Um, Which is a whole nother kind of topic. But a lot of clients also don't have certifications and are also epic coaches and become coaches and then start to invest in different coaching levels and certifications, you know? And Mm -hmm. I think, I don't think there's a wrong or a right one, as long as you are in integrity with what you are helping people with. Yeah, you know what I absolutely. Mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so what was the thing for you that like, yes, your dad and yes, like, um, 
you know, you finally did the certification people kept coming to you, but like a lot of people have that, you know what I mean? Like people who I talk to who don't like pull the trigger and start their business, um, are in a place of like, yeah, I've been helping people my whole life. And then they're like, ah, I can't get paid for this. Right. So like, what, did you have any like resistance around that? What was your journey around that? Um, cause I know for me it was difficult and I know for a lot of people it's difficult. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. I think a big thing for me was, was that limiting belief of like, who are you to do this? Mm-hmm. Who you're, is your life perfect? <laughs> no, <laughs> but it's that reframe of I'm good at coaching because my life is not perfect. Yeah. Because I still have these issues because I have chronic illness, you know, because, you know, I've gone through heartbreak because I've been super broke before, you know, and that, that perseverance and being like, okay, but I learned the tools to overcome that and to be in the place that I am now mentally and spiritually and, you know, working on financially. It's like, it's just a matter of reframing that like, no, my, my power is in my relatability. My power is in my authenticity, Yeah, which is exactly why I wanted to become an authenticity coach yeah. because I believe that um, the road to abundance is paved with authenticity. It's about being yourself mm. and leaning into those gifts and what you're good at and leveraging maybe what you're not and yeah. working it. Yeah. I love that. You said the road to often to abundance is authenticity. I mm-hmm. fucking love that. I'm quote yep. that for this podcast, even though I haven't really done any quotes recently, but we're going to do that one because I like that one. Abundance <laughs> <laughs> is authenticity. Yeah. Oh, it's so beautiful because like you said, you were diagnosed with endo and a lot of people in a chronic who have chronic illnesses or a diagnosis that basically is something that's going to stay with them forever. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there's two routes we can take with them. One, the like, I fucking suck. I'm worthless. I'm useless. I'm stuck here. Damn. And I think there's moments and days like that. Like I have chronic diagnoses as well that really impact me. And there's also the reframe of like, okay, well that's that. And this is still me and I'm still fucking epic. And like, I'm going to have really awful days. And even if we don't have a diagnosis of something like I can still have awful days and awful moments and all these things can be pretty shitty. And then these things can be fucking epic, but I can choose what I give power to. And sometimes you might need to be like, Hey, I need to give power to the pain I'm feeling right now. And I need to stay there and that's okay. You know? Mm -hmm. And so I really commend you for your work around just seeing your worthiness, seeing your value, seeing how you can flip any situation, but also still acknowledge the things that are actually going on at the same time without letting it like drag you all the way down into a hole. (laughs) Yeah. It's both can exist. Yeah. You know, you, you as a person are so much more than just one or two things. Like you're made of cosmos. You're made of of the universe of, of everything, you know? And so to think that you can only have chronic illness or be an entrepreneur is just ridiculous, you know, and (laughs) overcoming that is a journey and it's really hard, but it's important to get to, you know? And, and part of that is like, I, I know that I am strong and powerful and authentic because of my chronic illness not in spite of it. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. 
Have you seen or worked with any clients who just feel stuck in that? Mm-hmm. Like, what do you feel makes the the difference for somebody? Well, what I like to tell my clients is, especially if we're working on their manifestations, because I'm a, I do manifestation as well. Um, we go through the, the four levels of consciousness. So the first level is life happens to me, mm-hmm. which is I have, I have endometriosis. Life is doing this to me. Woe is me. Victim mentality, you know, scarcity mindset, all of that. And then as you take responsibility for your life, you move to life happens for me. Mm-hmm. Right? Like I have endometriosis. I was given this to overcome it. I was given this to show other people that they don't have to live in pain or I'm not good enough mentality for the rest of their lives. And then, you know, you move to life happens through me when you realize that you're actually energy and the universe is energy and everything works together and you have power to attract the things that you want. And then the fourth level is life happens as me when you're like so aligned and you're in your purpose and you're, you know, you're killing the game every day and you're doing your manifestations and you're raising your vibe and all that kind of stuff. You know, that's when you are one with the universe. That's when you have the power to attract your blessings. Yeah. And that, and it's, and it's really, it's a journey to get there. And we're not meant to really live there. We're meant to live in life happens through me. And then when you're like really in the manifestation mode, you pop up to life happens as me. And you're like, oh, here I'm attracting. Oh, oh, nope, now I have that. Here's my million dollars or the path to my million dollars, those kinds of things. Yeah, I love how you put that. And thank you for that insight. I think that it's really interesting because people tend to make one way of thinking or one layer of like awareness mean everything. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. So it's like, if like, uh, life is happening to me in this way, but I'm negating all of the places I still feel powerful in all of these ways and all the, all, all of the other things that I've manifested and they kind of like diminish it and then they forget that it happens. And then just because one area of life, they're struggling to get their manifestation or even get clear, right? Clarity is such a big, big, big portion of, um, being able to achieve something, Right there's different types of clarity and stuff like that. We can get into that. But I find that people just ignore all of the great fucking things that they've had, that they really actually felt in flow, that they actually really felt in the higher vibration where we attract what we actually want. And then they give so much power to that other side that they end up feeling really stuck. And they're like, but that hasn't happened yet. And is it going to happen? And how do I know it's going to happen? Because it hasn't happened yet. And I'm just like, "Eh, okay, let's backtrack a little bit. So like, have you had experience (laughs) with clients in that? Like, let's use money, for example, right? So a lot of clients, and I think you've done a beautiful job of this on your journey to becoming a millionaire, but it's like, yeah, the next time we have you on the podcast, it's going to be like how Stacey manifested her million dollars. Oh, yes. Yeah. But anyway, um, clients stay in the like, well, I'm doing this. Well, I've learned this. Well, I've manifested this. Well, like I've gotten this, 
But the money that I had wanted, that I thought I was manifesting, that I thought I was in flow with, didn't happen yet. So I think that that's probably the biggest thing that my audience will kind of, you know, experience as well as like you being an entrepreneur as well. And it's just not linear (laughs) and manifestation isn't linear often. So yeah, if you could speak on that a little bit, I think that'd be helpful. Yeah, definitely. So there are two rules of the universe. The universe doesn't recognize size and the universe doesn't recognize time. So sometimes we get into this mindset of a million dollars is too much. What if I just tried to manifest 5,000? And it's like, yeah, you can do that. Sure. But the universe doesn't recognize size. So it's like, why not manifest the million dollars? you know, and the universe doesn't recognize time. So what I tell my clients is it's important to stay the course, to get in line and stay in line. Think of it like a grocery store, right? When you're at the grocery store and you think the line next to you is, is going faster. So then you bop over to that line and then the other one like shoots ahead and you're like, ah, why didn't I just stay in that line? It's the same with manifestations. You can manifest, you know, you can try to manifest a million dollars, but if you're manifesting a million dollars and you're manifesting this other thing and you're changing it and you're sending things, you know, mixed messages to the universe about what you want, when you want it, like you're not going to get it. And so it's important to understand that when you're in a manifestation practice, that it's all about habits. It's about habits of thought, of feeling, of action, of consistency, especially consistency, because you want to be able to be raising your frequency and to, you know, your thoughts become things. So you want to be able to focus on that million dollars or the, you know, the sold out launch or the 10,000 or what have you. Um, So you want to be able to focus on that, but you also want to be able to know that if the $10,000 doesn't come to you by the beginning of your launch, like it's, it's still going to come to you, you know? And so it's a matter of being open to outcome and not attached to it, which you've heard me say so many times because I'm obsessed with it. It helps me (laughs) so much all the time. Um, yeah. So remain open to outcome and not attached to it. Cause if you're attached to that, then what happens if you don't meet it? your self-worth goes down, your self-belief goes down, you have no confidence, you're a bad entrepreneur, you're a bad person, you're not good enough. How dare you ever think you could do this? It's a, it's a vicious spiral and it happens all the time and so easily. Yeah, and I found, that was so beautifully said, I found that when we stay so attached, like I have four days left, I have three days left, and then we're like, well, fuck, it's not happening. Well, let me just change it, right? It's like, I, I, I did a podcast about like why I didn't hit my goal for 2020. And one of the main reasons is because I kept switching it. I kept Mm. switching. I didn't get what I wanted. Like a few months into 2020, 2020, I can't, I I don't remember years, 2020. Yeah. What is time? A construct. (laughs) Anyway, um, (laughs) such a better way to live when you know that time is just like not, not a thing, especially as an entrepreneur, you're like, eh, okay, whatever. (laughs) I just got to be there right now, but that's fine. (laughs) Um, and one of the main things was like, I didn't get what I wanted initially. So then I was like, I need this. I need this. I need this. Right. And so we can get into human design and like ways we manifest and what's specific to certain people and groups. 
Um, and if you guys want to know about more of human design and stuff, and definitely go follow Stacey. We'll put her stuff down below. We'll talk about it at the end. But for me, I'm a non-specific manifester. Mm-hmm. And so focusing on very specific things, specific timeframes doesn't work, but focusing on big picture things is really, really what has led me to massive successes. And I don't necessarily manifest like certain amounts of money or launch goals. It's just like, I'm ready to have this. I'm ready to do this. I'm ready to serve more people. And I have the end goal in mind for the time frame that I want it. And it always happens. But it didn't happen because I was constantly switching it. I was constantly in a state of like, I have to do this. I have to do this. And as you know, I'm a projector and doing more does not equate for me to have more ever. It actually makes me not have more. (laughs) So we can definitely get into that because once you understand your human design, which I'm no expert at it at all. I just know what Stacy and you guys know Chelsea, who's my co-coach in my group program. Um, and that's where we had Stacy from. But uh, yeah, I just know what they've told me. And it's been so helpful. Um, but I highly recommend to learn your human design and learn how to manifest for your being. And I think a lot of it is also like, we just you feel better. Like I didn't never felt good setting specific goals, whereas some clients like need to set specific goals. And every time I set a specific goal, it never happened. And I was like, well, why am I going to focus on the specific goal not happening? Because in the next day or two days later, I had a massive influx of money. And I was like, oh, well, I don't care if I didn't make anything that month. And then I made $30,000 the next month. That's fine with me instead of 15 and 15,000. Right. And so it's like, I find that we block ourselves a lot when we attach to it, when we attach to the time frame, and when we just confuse things, confuse ourselves, confuse our energy, you know? And so I've had a lot of clients go about their launch and they're like, I'm just not feeling this. I'm like, well, are you not feeling it because nobody signed up yet? Or are you not feeling it because there's something off with the thing you are offering? Maybe it's a price point, maybe it's something. And I've switched price points all the time in the middle of launches and they've still done great. But I always ask like, well, how would it feel if you already had three people signed up? Would you still want to launch it? Sometimes the answer is no, I actually don't fucking want anybody in this program and I just want to move on with my life. And they're like, I don't know why I'm launching this. I've had clients literally launch things that they hate because they thought they had to. And I'm like, no, we don't do that. (laughs) No, no, no. (laughs) Which brings us back to the concept of um, abundance, like being bred by, by being authentic and staying true to yourself. Right. So we can get into that. Um, but yeah, if you could talk a little bit about like what it kind of feels like and looks like when you are clear and following through and have that energy versus that attachment. I think that's the biggest question I always get like, well, how do I manifest and focus on it and like know that it's coming and believe if it just hasn't actually come and I've tried this before, you know? Mm-hmm. I think the key to it is releasing the how. Mm-hmm. Is knowing what you want, being really clear on what you want, or like for me, it would be a specific amount of money because I'm a specific manifester. For you, you're a non specific, so it can be more like, okay, what's the vibe I wanna feel when I reach this? Do I wanna feel sexy? Do I wanna feel powerful? Do I wanna feel, you know, peaceful, carefree, successful? Like those kinds of feelings. And it can be tricky when you're like, oh, how do I manifest a feeling, you know? <laughs> but it's like, as a non-specific manifester, you may innately be like, oh, 
yeah, I know exactly what that feels because my, my specific goals weren't working, but I know that like, I want to feel this and I've done that a million times because that's part of your design. That's part of who you are authentically. And the whole point of deconditioning and getting back to who you are authentically so you can live in alignment with the universe is so you can be able to show up as you and you know not your not self which is that voice in our head that's always saying who are you to do this you're not good enough who are you kidding like (laughs) or you know even like the limiting beliefs of like I mean I've worked really hard on these but the whole idea of like to be successful you have to be beautiful and thin like that's been a theme of my life and I've finally been able to I wouldn't say overcome it but I'm able to work on it and be aware of it right so awareness is really the biggest step you can have so that when you catch your voice saying that oh that's an angel number it's 333 um (laughs) do you catch those all the time I'm not big with that, actually. No? All. No. I see signs in other ways. Like how? Um, I'm totally taking a left. Like how? <laughs> <laughs> um, I see, like, birds. I see numbers of birds. Um, yeah. That's been a big one for me. I'll have multiple people repeat, like, one word that I haven't heard in, like, forever. And I'm like, oh, fuck, I should pay attention to that shit. Like, wow. I don't see things as much as I see, like, apparently birds I don't know what other animals I'm talking about I just have a dog um I see iguanas <laughs> not in Colorado um but yeah people will just say like the same word or the same concept or like I'll literally never heard hear of something and then all of a sudden you hear it four times in three days everywhere I, I never knew this word existed and English is my first language so what the fuck number one <laughs> and number two how does everyone know this exists but me and then I start paying attention to it or like I'll read it in a book and then my yoga instructor will start to talk about it and then I'll listen to a podcast and that'll come up and then I'm like wait this is the thing I'm teaching why is this everywhere I just didn't say it that way oh right so coming back to that like awareness of everything yeah and like paying attention to things I think is the is the biggest thing when it comes to manifestation or just creating anything right even if people like aren't massively connected to themselves in the universe and manifestation like I know a lot of my followers may be a little bit newer to that Mm -hmm. um but it's something we've been talking about on the podcast a lot which has been great um but yeah awareness of the things that you are feeling that you are thinking is key and learning about them Yeah. And I, that's why I love human design. And I was really drawn to human design because when you look at your chart, which is called the body graph for any of anyone who doesn't know what human design is, um, human design, start from the beginning. Human design is a predetermined map of your energetic DNA based on the time and place you were born. Very specific. It is predetermined. You cannot change it. So unlike the Enneagram where it's like, I'm an eight today. And then like five years later, you're like, no, I'm more of a two. It doesn't do that. It, it, you are who you are. You are a projector. I'm a projector. That is our gift to the world. Um, and so when you look at your chart, you have 
colored in centers, energy centers, you have white energy centers, and your open centers, which are the white ones, are where you have the potential for the most wisdom, but also the most distraction. Because when you have a colored center, it's a very reliable source of energy for you. You're very good at communicating what that center is. You know, it's not, you don't need someone to convince you of it or like you just walk into a room and you're like, oh yeah, I have a defined spleen. Like I have good survival instincts or what have you. But when they're open, you are constantly being conditioned by other people. You are taking in their energy and you're amplifying it. You're magnifying it. So to have the knowledge of, for instance, I have an open sacral, so do you, because you're a projector. If we're in a room with someone who has a defined sacral, which is the creative doer energy, desire energy, we might feel this like, woof, of I need to do, do, do. I need to go, go, go. I need to work on something. I need to create something. It's this pressure of, of wanting to use that energy to um, get you going and to do things. Mm -hmm. But we know that that's not our energy. So it's good to be able to be in a room with someone and latch onto that for the time being and use it to leverage and be like, okay, well, I'm going to be in this room with this person. So let's work on this project or I'm going to do it to finish this program I'm working on. And then when they leave to know that you can let that go because that's not authentically you. Mm. we're not doers (laughs) our gifts are in our perspective we're here to guide other people's energies and not do the doing but if we didn't have that knowledge and that person left we would be like wait where'd that energy go why why can't I do 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 now why can't I create that why can't I what's wrong with me why like I'm not good enough I'm not good enough at this I can't I can't do it you know and but to have that knowledge it's more like cool. (laughs) I got to use that and now it's gone and I'm back to me. Yeah, definitely. And I think for speaking to that, like I think for a lot of years I have been conditioned to be the doer, but from a traumatic standpoint, as, as I wrote in my post today, I think I posted it right before I went on this, like it was like a, a coping mechanism that never felt right for me to do, 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 do. I'm inherently very creative laid back kind of lazy like to sleep (laughs) and um yeah there was always a sense of taking everyone's all all the people around me I live in a very I live in a family where we basically have no men and it's a bunch of women acting as men and there's no feminine energy in my family Mm. at all (laughs) it's very Mm -hmm. interesting (laughs) and so it's been kind of like a, an absorbing of their doing, an absorbing of their need to consistently go and consistently do to keep up with them and to prove myself, right? And it's, I still fall into a lot of the doing, but now it's an awareness of like, oh, that's not me. That doesn't feel like me. That feels very untrue for me. It's actually a big struggle. My eyes start to hurt. My body hurts. My body gains weight. Like, all of these, my body has really bad adverse reactions if I'm working for more than a few hours a day. <laughs> yeah. Basically, there's something wrong with me, but I'm like, I can push through it. I can do it. And I did. I ended up with chronic illnesses. I ended up with weight gain. I ended up with injuries. I ended up with hormonal imbalances. I ended up 
yeah, with all of these other things. And it was just very indicative. And I thought that's how life had to be, you know? And so I think the beautiful thing about people understanding their human design is, and manifestation too, is just like, you get to be yourself. And what feels natural to you is the thing that leads you to success in the way that you want, right? Or a much better fucking way. Like either one, we'll take the much better fucking way any day, even if we don't know what it is. (laughs) Yeah. It's funny you say that because we both lived in New York City for a really long time, mm-hmm. right? And uh, uh. <laughs> I don't feel that way about it. I don't. I don't know if we're going back or not. Um, but I don't think we are. Uh, <laughs> but now that I've like learned all the stuff about my energy type, and it's like, well, shit. No wonder I develop chronic illness. Yeah. Like, not only do I like, I also have hormonal issues. I have Hashimoto's. I have thyroid issues. I have endometriosis. Like uh hi and literally it's called the city that never sleeps yeah (laughs) yeah everyone's energy was always very hectic and very crazy and I went to I grew up there for the first 24 years of my life and then I moved out moved back I remember crossing over the Triborough Bridge and I was like oh no (laughs) too many humans I don't want it (laughs) too many things quite dirty gloomy this is a no yeah. I'm going to do it anyway. And seven months, I was like, fuck this. I'm moving to Austin. <laughs> yeah. And as a society, if you're not, just like in your family, if you're yeah. not doing, you're lazy. Yeah. And you're, stu- you're not, yeah, you're stupid. You don't have a good work ethic. Yeah. You don't, you know, all of this societal conditioning that like will really fuck you up in the head <laughs> of being like, I, I am lazy. I'm a lazy piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's like no you're not <laughs> yeah. you just know how your energy worked and now that you do you realize that during those four hours that projectors are meant to like really put in the work a day like you you leverage that energy so you can get so much done in those hours probably as much as a generator can do in 12 hours yeah yeah 100 and I think that a lot of people shit on themselves for having like bursts of energy or being focused for only a certain amount of time or like having a few days where they're like really great. And then the rest of the week, they're like, I just can't really do much. So I'm just going to do my best and like chill. And yeah. And I'm just like, that's good enough. That's even without knowing your human design, if that feels natural to you, if you stop shitting on it and you embrace it, you will probably be way more successful as an entrepreneur than somebody who's just shitting on themselves for not being the person who can go and be a Gary V person. Yeah. My favorite reframe of that is when my clients are like, well, I just, I'm not productive or I can't rest. I need to rest, but like that I'm not doing anything. I'm like, rest is productive. Yeah. If you change that in your mind thinking it's not productive, what if you just changed it to it is? Yeah. 100%. Like resting is doing something. It's resting. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I've also reframed personally the meaning of lazy. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, I don't think lazy is like your lazy piece of shit where I used to have massive judgments against humans who rested. I was like, Oh, no one got time to rest. Yeah. <laughs> Insert weird accent. That's not from New York. I don't know where that was from, but, <laughs> <laughs> but now it's like, Oh, I get to be lazy in terms of like, I get to just sit and like, I have music on in the background and I'm staring into space and like my, spiritual coach had to literally prescribe me do nothing time 
because uh-huh. I couldn't actually have time to do nothing that she was like, okay, you're just going to have do nothing time every single day. And I'm like, oh, okay. I can check off the box of do nothing time. Like in my mind, I still had to check off a box or do <laughs> something to have do nothing time. <laughs> it's so convoluted, but That's it got ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there's been points where in my schedule too, I give this to my clients all the time. Like I used to have live life in my schedule when I was just continuously like busy or I would constantly find myself working all the day, all the time, every day. If I had a free time, had free time, I was working. And I was like, okay, we're just going to put in live life. So at 3 p.m., 4 p.m., 5 p.m., whatever time it was, I would get a notification, bitch, live life. (laughs) And I was like, okay, we're living life. What do I want to (laughs) do? And everyone needs that reminder, no matter what your type is in human design. Because, you know, as a society, we are all conditioned to work as much as you can without being paid appropriately for it and if you complain it's not you know acceptable or you're ungrateful or you know and you know going back to how human design and manifestation influence each other it's like when we're born our aura is clean and crisp and clear and we have a direct pathway to the universe and as we grow we start being conditioned by the people we're, you know, in the rooms with, with our parents, by society, by everything. And that stuff, that conditioning clogs your aura. So it makes it harder for you to manifest the way that you want to manifest. But as we do this work, as we learn our design, as we become aware of where we can, you know, specifically fall victim to conditioning based on our chart, we're able to like, get rid of all that crap that's in our aura. We're able to, you know, pop it out and get clean and crisp and clear again. So then the universe is like, oh, hey, I can just drop that in. Yeah. And it takes, you know, it does still take effort and practice and consistency, but you have a much clearer line and relationship mm-hmm. with source energy, which, you know, source energy, the universe, God, whatever, it's all the same thing in my opinion. Um, so words are words, but it's, you know, the, the beyond our physical plane that we want to be in a relationship with. Yeah. And, um, there's a few things that I want to touch upon. Um, first off it's how resting and nourishing our, our self, our soul, our body, mentality, mind, sexual being, just everything helps us manifest Mm -hmm. because that's a big topic that I I coach on. And that's where the essence of thriving really came from. Mm -hmm. Um, It was just like, and per my human design, it's like, oh, well, I was chasing a feeling. So that's why that shit motherfucking worked. And some clients like do really well with like thriving means X, Y, and Z. And this is what I need X, Y, and Z. For me, it's like just a feeling, right? Mm -hmm. So I find that it works in my brain regardless, but it's like, how can we start to refocus our mindset around like, as I thrive, I say I make more money or as I thrive, Mm -hmm. I get what I want. Or as I chase this feeling or the things that give me this feeling, including rest, that's how I manifest what I want. Because I find that clients often are just like, okay, I have to be writing it. I have to be visualizing. <laughs> I have to mm-hmm. be doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, that's not the case, right? Mm-mm. No. It's funny you say that. I was just thinking about this before we got on this call. And I've been seeing so many 
posts about you know, or memes that are like, ah, I'm in this job that I hate and I have to do it until I die. <laughs> I hate getting up every day and I dread going to work and all of this sign of like negativity around it. And I was thinking that one of the coolest byproducts of manifestation in creating a good solid practice is that when you start manifesting, the byproduct of that is feeling better day to day, <laughs> mm -hmm. is raising your vibe, is the gratitude of it, is focusing on the good, is, you know, thinking about what you want, you know, your thoughts, your, uh, your focus, your language, your physiology, you know, the triad is what they call that. Um, you know, it's all about when you start the manifestation and you start being like, okay, what am I grateful for today? You know, what am I, what's my gratitude list? What's, what, what do I want to manifest? What do I want to get clear on? And then when you start to be aware of that and you focus on it, it's this really cool byproduct of like, suddenly you feel better and more aligned and more positive. And then that in turn makes going to your job more tolerable. It makes it a little more fun. It makes it, you know, while you're working on manifesting the actual job that you want or the income that you want, you know? And it's important to also remember that as much as we want manifestation to drop whatever into our laps or suddenly wake up and check your bank account and you have however much money in it, like that's not really how it works. <laughs> like oftentimes the universe will be like, oh, she wants this. Let's see if she's aware of it. Let's see if she's actually in alignment to notice it and go for it. I'm gonna put this person in her life. I'm gonna, you know, open up this pathway, this opportunity, see if she takes it because that's the path to get what you want. Yeah. Does that make sense? I love that. And I've worked with some big manifestation coaches who kind of, I don't think that they preach like, well, just think of it and it's gonna happen. But they talk about how that can be a way like checks just come in the mail. And I'm like, I don't think I've, I've had a check come in the mail. I actually don't have a mailbox here in Denver. Like <laughs> what? So it's funny. That's actually happened to me. <laughs> I was thinking about this. This happened years ago when I was like, I've always been kind of, you know, in the realm of manifestation and, yeah. and you know, law of attraction. And I used to walk around my restaurant job being like, I love my job. I love my job. I love my job. <laughs> to like try to get my mind back in the game. Um, even when people were being a-holes, but, um, I'll try to make this a quick anecdote. But, uh, when I first moved to New York, I, um, my computer broke and I needed a new laptop and I was like, oh, I don't have this money. Like I need a thousand dollars to get this, this new computer. And I focused on it. My money mantra is uh, money comes into my life freely and happily. I was like, I'm always making money. Money comes to me easily. Um, and then like a week later, I got a check in the mail for literally $1,000. I was like, what is this? And I realized that before I had opened up my first credit card, it was a secured credit card and I had completely forgotten about it. And I put a thousand dollars down. So like, you know, when you're new to credit or whatever, it's like, if you can't pay your bill, we just use this check that you already gave us. But they're like, you're a responsible adult. So here's your thousand dollars back. And it had been like two years. I forgot that I had even put it there. 
Yeah. And then they were like, so here's your money. Here you go. And I was like, this is literally what I needed to buy this computer. <laughs> yeah, 100%. And that comes to like when we release the how, right? So it's not like mm-hmm. we choose that as our main focus of like, well, I'm just going to think about it and it's going to appear. I'm going to get the check. I'm going to keep getting checks. I'm going to keep getting checks. I'm going to keep getting checks. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like, that's one part of the puzzle piece that can happen. It's like when I was focusing on manifesting a certain amount, I had, I don't know, a little bit over $30,000, thirty dollars to $40,000 coming in that month. And I wanted like 70 something thousand. It didn't happen through my business. And I, I got an inheritance that I didn't even know existed like that exact month. And like, I was like, oh, my manifestation didn't happen. I was like, actually, like you just got $35,000 from here or 40,000 and you had this, you actually got a little bit more, like be fucking grateful, bitch. (laughs) You know, so it can happen in so many different ways, but I want, what I want to highlight is the fact that you get clear on whether you're in a sucky job or you're not. I personally didn't have any patience to be in a job that I hated anymore. I didn't have the brain power to say, I love my job anymore. Mm-hmm. I was just like, fuck <laughs> the job and I just moved out of it. But not everybody has that ability, power, um, desire to, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And not everyone has as much hatred as they did for like me doing the same thing over and over for 10 years. And I was like, no more. Um, but once you get clear on it, the universe is like, like you said, here's this person, here's this business coaching program, what happened to you? Here's, you know, Johnny and Chelsea, you are attracted to them, like, listen to this part, right? Um, Like today, I'm going to a place in Denver that is a new eatery. And I've been in food service before I had a meal prep business, I know social media, we've just been randomly connecting. And I'm like, hey, let me come check shit out. If things work out, it's meant to work out in terms of me business coaching him. If not, it's also perfectly fine. But it's like, if I didn't take that step and say, oh, that's interesting that a new eatery is popping up here. They follow me on social media. They like my stuff. Let me reach out and see if they want, you know, like, it's like actually paying attention to that. Mm -hmm. I could say, oh, they didn't want to pay me. So they didn't contact me versus like, let me go and take that action right? Let me hire the coach. Let me do the thing. Let me, I have this idea. It's not bullshit. It's a fucking idea. Let me run with it, right? I met this person who talked about this and they vibed with me. Let's do something with that. You know, it's like consistently taking that action. And I like to think of it as like universe tests where it's like, it's trying to give you the thing. Mm -hmm. You can either be like blind to it and be like, nope, it's just not coming. It's not coming. There's no way I can do this. Or you can look at everything that you have in your life and you could say, what are the possibilities that are coming to me? And the more you practice awareness, the more you practice being in tune with those feelings that are like a fuck yes feeling, the easier it is to notice those things. Yeah. And it's important to note that like energy doesn't lie. Mm -hmm. Like you're drawn to things because you're meant to be drawn to them. Yeah. You know, and it's, and it's also important that, especially as entrepreneurs, like as much as we want to be able to do it all ourselves and be like, this is my business and I don't need to pay anyone to coach me, or I don't need to pay anyone for their services. I can do it myself. It's like, no, no. I mean, maybe you can, I doubt it though. Um, (laughs) And so it's like when, you know, it's that money mindset of, when I spend, when I invest in myself, that money comes back to me plus more, you know, because always, 
because it's important when you manifest to be grateful for what you have in the moment Mm -hmm. while asking and wanting for more. Because if you, if you're trying to manifest a million dollars and yet you're being stingy on paying 400 for a course, which is an amazing price, you know, it's like, (laughs) if you can't pay that to someone, you're just, you know, exacerbating this scarcity mindset and this lack Mm -hmm. because you're like I don't trust that if I spend this money it's going to come back to me so I'm going to white knuckle it and hold on to it and then expect a million dollars to come to you like no I just it just it it doesn't work as well as being like (laughs) here's my money now I get some more back here's my million dollars you know and celebrating celebrating those investments and celebrating and being grateful for the opportunity to do it Yeah. And I think that the energy behind when you do choose to invest matters way more than the investment itself, because I've had people invest. So like I invested now. Okay. (laughs) But they're not doing the work to get out of the scarcity mindset, which takes a while depending on who we are, you know? And like you were just singing and like dancing. She was like flailing her arms while she sung that to you guys. Like that's the energy that we get to put ourselves into and get to feel and get to circle back. It's like, you can't possibly dance and be an angry person, like at the same time, (laughs) unless it's like raging, like angry music for a reason. (laughs) But like, you know what I mean? Like you, you get to get into this vibe of like, fuck yes, I invested. Look how fucking epic I am. It might've had to go, go on a credit card, doesn't make me a bad fucking human. 99% of humans who invest in the beginning of their business in general in their business, put them on a damn credit card. It's like, if you started a business in person, you would have to take out a business loan to pay for everything. You would have to have team members. You would have to have a pretty fucking high lease. Most of most likely you would have to do marketing, do this. That costs a lot of money. But when it comes to online, people just think they should have it all figured out already, apparently. And I thought that for years, it took me two years to invest in my first business coach. I would have been a millionaire by now. It'll become this year, but it would have happened like three years ago at this point, (laughs) right? And it's like, there's nothing wrong with where you are. There's nothing wrong with investing. There's nothing wrong with not profiting for a little bit so that you can really attract what you want and get the help and get the skill set. But being in that celebratory energy of where you are is really important. It's like, if you go and you buy a pair of jeans and the entire time you're thinking, I shouldn't fucking buy this jeans. I shouldn't buy these fucking jeans. I'm a shithead for buying these jeans. Oh my goodness. I can't believe I'm putting myself further in debt or further in a hole. And then every time you go to put on those jeans, you feel like shit. And then the whole day you're just like, I can't eat now. I can't go food shopping. I need toilet paper. I shouldn't get toilet paper today. I should use paper towels on my asshole and vagina. Like, you know, like it just doesn't (laughs) (laughs) my spirals are interesting but you know what I mean like we can go to extremes like that and just because you invested but now you're following it up with all of this scarcity minds to the point where you're wiping your ass with fucking paper towels like is not a good vibration to be in it doesn't make you feel good about your investments or buying the jeans or buying the program and now you're just sinking yourself deeper into a hole Mm -hmm. right yeah and I think that if anyone takes anything away from this podcast, it's if you don't truly deeply believe that you're worth it, that it works, that, you know, you are worthy of having these things that you're manifesting, nothing else matters. Yeah. 
you can, you can journal, you can meditate, you can, you know, dance and sing your entire life away. <laughs> but if you have this mindset of, yeah. but I'm not sure it's going to work, yeah. but I don't think I'm worthy of having a successful business. I don't really think that anyone's going to hire me to be their coach because why would they, you know, but I'm going to journal about it and I'm going to write down my affirmations and I'm going to, you know, sometimes think it might happen, you know, like it doesn't matter because you have to have that belief and that trust. Just like when, you know, you have to release the how you have to trust that your manifestations are working and that that money is going to come to you. Those people are going to come to you. Those clients are going to buy your program, you know, because people are going to, to look at your energy and be like, wow, that's the energy I want. I want to, I want to be in alignment too. Look at like, look at that. That's incredible. And you know, so you have to just trust that if you stay the course, you get in line, you stay in line, you practice the habits of thought, feeling, action, and consistency that it's going to come to you. But you also have to be open to outcome and not attached. And some people don't want to do that. (laughs) You know, some people are like, no, I'm going to manifest this. And if it doesn't happen, then I'm going to throw it away. And I'm going to go back to my nine to five. And I'm just going to like live this soul sucking life because I gave it half a try. Mm -hmm. You know, Uh, and everybody's try looks different. Mm -hmm. When we hear that, we're like, but I've been doing it for this long and this hasn't happened yet. And, but I hired these two coaches and I thought I was doing that. And I thought I did it for six months and it didn't happen yet. So like, she's not talking to me. She's not pertaining that to me. That's not possible for me. And everybody's how the time frame, everything looks very fucking different. So practice what Stacy is saying, everything that we've talked about in this, um, and yeah, like the strategy is not going to work if you don't believe it can work and don't believe it is going to work. There's nothing outside of you that can tell you it is going to work until you actually believe that it works, right? Yeah. And until you believe that you are worthy of it. Yeah. Which I think is the biggest limiting belief behind it all. Yeah. A hundred percent. So if your manifestations aren't, sorry, if your manifestations aren't working, it's like, okay, well, what, what are you thinking? Like, how are your mindsets? Do you have these limiting beliefs? What's your money mindset? You know, like what, what's holding back, what's keeping your blessings from getting into your aura. What's that conditioning that, you know, money doesn't grow on trees. Oh, oh, there it is in your aura. (laughs) I wanted to grow on trees. I I want it to be as easy where I walk outside and I pick some money off too. That's what I expect in my life. I expect things to come to that and I'm willing to do my part, right? Mm -hmm. All of my part. And it's not like this work is ever done. Like two years later, in two days, it will be two years since I've had this business. It's like, I still do this work every fucking day, right? And so to wrap it up here, um, manifestation is something that Stacy is an expert in, is something that is included in my Just Keep Thriving app as well. Money manifestation, rewriting your story, all the things. I don't deal with human design. That ain't my jam. That is Stacy's. Um, but if you're feeling called to invest and get some live coaching, you guys know where to go. Um, but Stacy, I have two questions for you. Number one, where can they find you? Where do you want them to go? Yeah, you can probably the best is my Instagram. Mm-hmm. My handle is at Stacy underscore Keel, S T A C Y underscore K E E L E. So follow me there. Yeah. Um, yeah, and if you're interested in human design, I offer you know a, a one-off session about your human design basics. 
mm-hmm. your type, your strategy, your authority. Those are really, you know, if you're starting out the most impactful, um, but I'm just launching a four week one-on-one deep dive into your human design where you learn about your basics and your conditioning and your strengths. And then the fourth week is, um, all about what you need clarity on. How can you use it to find your purpose? How can you use it for your career, for your love life, all that kind of stuff. And then um, I also have, I'm launching a group program about manifestation called Align and Attract, um, four weeks to unlocking your authenticity through manifestation, where we deal with these things, with the limiting beliefs, with the deconditioning. You know, you build your own practice in a way that feels good to you. We determine whether you're a specific or non-specific manifester, you know, everything that's going to make you feel empowered to believe that you can actually manifest your dream life because you can, you just have to believe it. Yay. Beautiful. Okay. One more question Mm -hmm. for you is I ask everybody where I try to remember, um, what makes you thrive? What makes me thrive? Question. Make it a good one. Oh, I feel so much pressure. Um, what makes me thrive? Believing in myself makes me thrive. Um, reminding myself of how powerful I am. Connecting with my people. Believing and trusting that my energy speaks for itself. And not having to prove myself and my worth to anyone. Mm, I love that. Well, I think you did a beautiful job of that on this podcast and sharing your gifts. And I'm beyond happy to have you as a friend, as a coach, as a supporter of all that you do and all parts of you. And thank you so much for coming on to this podcast. Oh my gosh, it was my pleasure. Yay, cool. Make sure to go and follow Stacy. I will link her Instagram down below as long as I remember when I come back because I do have to leave. But <laughs> if not, it's at Stacy. <laughs> um, and yeah, we will talk to you guys later. Stacy, thank you so much for being here. Yeah, have a great day, everyone.